Hey guys, Merry Christmas! <laughs> hello, hello. Evie and I have been experiencing some technical difficulties, so this is about the third time we've re-recorded the introduction. So I feel like I'm not going to be very like chatty and all that in this introduction. We used up all our chatty energy the first two introductions. Yeah, and this might not even be the final one because we're still testing the audio. Oh. So test, test, one, two, <laughs> test, test, one, two. <gasps> anyway, how have you guys been? Pause for response. Yeah, I've been great. Thank you, Ellen, for asking. <laughs> How was your Christmas, Evie? Um, yeah, it was good. I had a bit of a big one leading up, so I felt pretty shattered on Christmas Day. So just ate a lot of food and hung in the pool, you know, all that good stuff. What mm. about you, Elle? Yeah, well, I was sick for Christmas last year, so the bar was set very low. <laughs> so, yeah, my Christmas was great this year. saw my family. And stuff. Got some good prezies. Yeah. And we've got a big one tomorrow. We're recording this new New Year's. New, new Year's Eve Eve. Oh, that's what I was saying. New New Year's. New New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, New Year's Eve Eve. Yes. Big day and night ahead tomorrow. We yeah. were stress shopping today. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we've paced that quickly in oh. our lives. The shops are still packed. What is so with that? So packed. Like, and we went like relatively early and we managed to get a spot on the very top level of the car park and then like got inside and it just progressively got bigger, busier and busier and busier and busier. And then by the time we had to leave the shopping centre, it took us like 15 minutes to exit the car park. Yeah. Not a vibe. Ridiculous. But we got our outfits. <laughs> I'm still stressed. Ellen doesn't know whether or not to wear a belt. Oh. These are life-altering decisions she's I'm, making. I'm doing it. Yeah. Got to start off the new decade, right? Yeah. Well, you'll find out. <laughs> I'll work it out. Anyway. Um, since we've already filmed the episode, we can tell you that it's a juicy one. It is juicy. And Ellen and I impart some wisdom that we haven't really shared much on the podcast before. Mm. And That's right, guys. We're getting into it. This is a it's a bit of a love and sex episode. Yeah. Yeah. More more so on the sex side, but we try and dabble in love. Mm. Ellen and I try and stay romantic as we can. Evie doesn't have a heart, so it's quite hard. <laughs> Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> oh, one day. <laughs> Does it grow with age? Maybe. I'm not really sure. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure you'll enjoy the episode, guys, so keep listening. Yes. Alrighty, on to the first question. Okay, so we're starting off with our love question. Well, not really love. Bit of a stretch. (laughs) (laughs) Casual dating question. (laughs) Alright, this question reads, Lately I'm finding that I'm more attracted to girls that are unattainable. Like girls that I realistically couldn't have a relationship with. I.e. a girl with a boyfriend or a girl who's travelling. Why could this be? Maybe it's just a coincidence. Interesting. Mm. The first question I want to ask to this person is, are you more attracted to them when they're unattainable or whether, or beforehand? Yeah, that's, that is definitely how you're going to figure out if this is a coincidence or if there's a real thing going on. Because if you're just meeting people and you're attracted to them and then it turns out they're unattainable, then that's kind of sounds like it's just a bit of bad luck. However, if you're meeting people and kind of interested in them and then they tell you, for example, oh, I've got a boyfriend or oh, I live overseas and then you're like, wow, 
and you're even more attracted to them, then yeah, that is something that's going on. Yeah. And that's totally normal as well. Like, I feel like everyone goes through a phase where you, I, I don't know, it's something about the unattainable mm-hmm. of like the forbidden fruit, the Forbidden fruit. It's so, like, I don't Look, know. Look, it got Eve, and she was one of the first humans. I know, it got Evie then. Uh-huh. Like, hey, I don't date people who have boyfriends or are travelling. I just date people when I'm travelling. <laughs> you guys all thought I was going to say I only date people when I have boyfriends, and I know you all <laughs> Look, are they wrong? <laughs> I am <Hey>. a saint. <laughs> Look, I wouldn't know I haven't had a relationship in a very long time. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's stick to giving one person therapy at a time. Yeah. The, that's a separate episode. Just yeah. Evie sits through Ellen grilling her. <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun. But For you, maybe. <laughs> Anywho, everyone goes through the phase where you just want to go and have some drama and, like, Everyone loves the thrill of a chase. The they thrill do. of the chase. They a bit do. of a challenge. Yeah. Especially if you're being, like, you're a bit bored. Yeah. And it's the holidays. Not much is going on. Yeah. You're not at uni. Yeah. Everyone takes time off work. You're bored. Mm. <laughs> you're seeing all these loved up couples around you. Yeah. You're in the mood. Yeah. yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's definitely something that heaps of people go through yeah for most people it's a phase yeah I definitely think I think with time you kind of do grow out of it because when you think about it like it is a bit immature to think oh yeah I only like I want someone more because like you know everyone's always more attractive when there's something wrong with them Mm. or like when they reject you Mm. you know when someone rejects you and then like I don't know there's something about it that like just it lights a fire in you and you're like, no, I'm going to crack them and I want them more. They are going to like me. But it's so immature because nobody has, like an adult does not have time to chase someone that's uninterested. Mm. It's not a sustainable practice because it's not going to have a happy ending if you are chasing after people who are in relationships. That's that's a bad one. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Because, like, that can only end badly. Yeah, and badly for you, for them, for their partner. Yeah. And there's not many situations where you chase after someone in a relationship and they big dump you for you, the other person and blah, 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 blah. Well, I think sometimes that does happen, but do they stay loyal to you? Nope. Well, what did they say? But, like... Once a cheater, always a cheater. Yeah. But even if it does happen, that's, like, the exception, not the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd also like to point out, like, I don't know, where are you meeting these people? Because, like, if you're at clubbing or if you're on Tinder or it's not exactly situations where it's breeding a very, like, I don't know, romantic environment. You should be picking up women at church. Honestly, <laughs> I'd highly recommend. <laughs> I'm at church every Sunday. <laughs> nah, fuck that. No, but, but Tinder, for example, it's, yeah. a, it's a bit of a hookup app. So 100%. Yeah. Ellen knows. She's on it. <laughs> That's how Ellen found me. <laughs> but, yeah, you're not always going to be, well, nine times out of ten, you're not really going to be meeting yeah. people who want or should be in a relationship or yeah, can be in a relationship. Yeah. And especially if you don't put it out there that you want that. People just presume that that's mm. what you want. And especially, like, I don't know, we were talking about this the other day 
about like where you go on dates and if like you got your idea of a date is inviting someone over like for whatever you want to invite them over for it's just yeah it's just gonna end in sex and that person's gonna leave thinking that that's what you wanted and even if they didn't just want that it's kind of gonna fizzle because it's not exactly an environment that's breeding a relationship Mm. and it is a bit of a stereotype but I think people do assume that boys don't want a relationship they don't want commitment yeah yeah especially yeah especially if which is such a stereotype because i know well obviously heaps of boys do want relationships because eventually they end up in one yeah but yeah i actually don't know why that is a stereotype i don't know guys always get the cool stereotypes and girls get the psycho one. <laughs> it's fucking bullshit <laughs> sexism <laughs> i wouldn't stress too much about this like Amy and I were saying it is something that quite a few people go through. I mean, you could do a deep psych dive on it and, you know, maybe the reason that you are attracted to these people is because deep down you don't actually want a long-term relationship. Yeah. You don't yeah. Want commitment. But that's looking into it, but like that is reading a lot into it and that's there only is one merit. possibility. Yeah, there is merit to what Ellen's saying in that like it obviously you need to have a bit of a reflect on like what you want and what you're looking for in a person. But also I, Oh, I'm a big believer in that. Like, I don't know, don't go out there looking for something because it's just going to bite you in the ass. Just go out there with an open mind and like just with a free spirit. And like, honestly, like I hate to say it, but sometimes things pop up when you just like, when you least expect it. Mm. And I think like going in with this attitude of like, oh, I want to find someone and then, like, the person that you think you found has a boyfriend or is travelling, it will just, like, bum you out consistently. If you go out there with an open mind not looking for anything, I think you'll it will just come more naturally. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Don't stress too much. It is something that quite a few people go through. And it mm. sounds like, well, one, it's something you're aware of, so I don't think it's going to turn into a huge problem. Yeah. And, hey, maybe it's just been bad luck. Yeah, it literally could just be bad luck. And it could just be that the, when you reflect on it, you've had a couple of instances when really you've had a couple of successful hookups and you've had a couple of non-successful hookups and you're kind of just focusing on the unsuccessful ones more than the successful ones. Mm. Um, but, like, yeah, I think, I don't know, things ebb and flow and I don't think focusing on all the negatives is a good idea. Yeah. But, like, it's good that you're – being proactive in that you're thinking about your choices and like how you you know portray yourself yeah I think you've already done some good reflecting and so maybe it's time to do a little bit more yeah just have a sit down and then just like go back out there don't get knocked get down. back out in this thing what's the song I get knocked down, down when I get up again I am gonna get me <laughs> down there we go follow those words <laughs> anyway good luck yeah, good luck. Dating is a fickle game. <laughs> it's a shit show. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Anyway, good luck. See ya. Alright, so our last two questions are about sex. Explicit warning. <laughs> it is a bit exciting though. I feel like whoever submitted the sex question in last week has opened the floodgates. Yeah, and if there's something that Ellen and I love talking about, it's sex. <laughs> But it is exciting to have some sex questions, so let's get into it. Yeah, read it out. 
My BF makes really awkward moans and sounds during sex, and it's so off-putting. I've brought it up before, but he said he doesn't realise he's doing it. It really takes me out of the mood, and I'm not sure what to do. How do I subtly get him to stop without ruining the moment? Love the podcast. Well, we love that you love the podcast. (laughs) We love you. Yeah. This is a great question, because I read kind of like the first sentence, and I was like, oh, you've got to talk to him. And then I read on and it says that she has talked to him about it. So this really made me think because... And she wants to know how to subtly get him to stop. Yeah. And look, if you really don't like talking about sex, I would skip through this question because things are about to get rowdy. But I actually think that you can work work through the moans and sounds in... Potentially it's not super subtle, but don't bring it up. But there are probably ways that you can cancel out the sounds. Mm. This is... I wrote down a couple things, but... You know what this reminded me of? That Friends episode where Phoebe, I don't know if you watch Friends, but anyway, one of the characters, Phoebe, um, she's a masseuse and she's massaging another character, Monica, who's her friend. And Monica has these really awkward sexual moments. Yeah. It just made me laugh. And I'm pretty sure that was dealt dealt with through confrontation. (laughs) Well, she tried to do it subtly at first. Yeah. Yeah, the first thing, which is probably the most mundane thing I can think of, is music. Yeah, I said play loud music. Play super loud music. And, like, get together a super sexy playlist. There's some actual pretty good ones on Spotify. But put on a sexy playlist and, like, try and drown it out. It's probably the most, like, the easiest and probably, like, going to achieve the least great results because, like, you're just going to have two sounds to Mm. listen to. But it... Could be a way to like distract them as well. Potentially, they might not really. Maybe they'll start singing along. Yeah, <laughs> you could only hope. <laughs> um, I had that down. I also had down get him to do something else that stops him from moaning. E dot g, e dot g, <laughs> e dot g dot. For example. Yeah. Kissing, or talking yeah. dirty. Yeah, talking dirty is a good one. Um, if you're into that, because I know not everyone is. Yeah. But the kissing one is... But not just... You don't have to talk dirty. and It doesn't have to be spank me harder. It can be, like, just words of affirmation. Like, yeah. Like, you look really good. Yeah. Wow, you look so sexy. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, if you're in love, oh, wow, I love you so much. Like, it doesn't have to be dirty, dirty talk. It just be talking in general. Yeah, so potentially when he starts moaning... in If he starts moaning, you can just start kissing him mm-hmm. or you could like, whisper in his ear. You could be like... Talk to me. Yeah. Say something sexy or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good one. The other thing I had is like cover his mouth. <laughs> like. Shove your fingers in his mouth. Like it could be hot. Like get one of those gags. <laughs> and gag him. <laughs> or choke him. I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like there's, yeah. there's extremes. To this. There's levels. Like or like yeah just be like oh I love it when. We're rough or something, and yeah, just like put your hand over his mouth. Just shove the whole like, pillow over. Yeah. <laughs> no, it but the covering, the covering his mouth could definitely work. I like if you're that. riding him, mm. that could be such an easy move. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's actually a couple things. The other thing I said um, was have a giggle, but I guess that's not really look. That's a kind of a bit confrontational, but like, yeah. say he starts moaning, you could just be like. <laughs> And he's like, what? And just you could just be like, oh, that 
noise you just made, like, just made me laugh. And then, like, if you do that a couple of times, he might, like, become a little self-conscious. Yeah. Potentially in the early stages of the hookup, it would be yeah. better rather than, like, <laughs> towards the end when you're really getting into it, could, like, stuff yeah. a yeah. bit. But, yeah, I think there are so many different ways where you could work in shutting him the fuck up. Mm. In subtle ways. Even just saying, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop! Stop making noise, you dirty little slut! <laughs> if you're the dominant, yeah, get into dominatrix. Yeah, if, if you are get that gag in his mouth, just make him the submissive, and then you can just run that boy. Yeah, make him say other things like I don't know. Yeah, but look, I think you've definitely got a few options there to play yeah. around with. Obviously, like we're always going to advocate being open with your partner, but if you've yeah. already mentioned it a couple there's only so many times you can mention it without them feeling like attacked because yeah without uh, making it an actual problem and also like the other thing is like it's so uncontrollable sometimes like we all make these little noises not just during sex but in everyday life like just uncontrollable <laughs> weird sounds that come out the other out. day when Fraser and I were doing a bit of home renovation he kept making this little grunting <laughs> sound like when you're concentrating really hard yeah yeah and so, like, sometimes... Look, he's just... He's concentrating really hard. Yeah, he might just be concentrating. But, yeah, I think sometimes it's uncontrollable, so try not to... Try not to be too harsh about it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to try and... Obviously, you, you want it to be pleasurable for you as well. Like, you don't want to be uncomfortable when you're having sex. But, yeah, try and weave in some... Some of these really insightful ways that Ellen and I have come Yeah, look, I'm, I'm impressed with our creativity. Yeah. Our last two brain cells are really firing... <laughs> a lot to come up with those two things <laughs> but um yeah i think that even like looking online there's probably some other things you can do during sex to like stop talking mm. but, yeah. just every time he starts just sit on his face honestly just <laughs> to eat you out for like three hours all right keep us updated yeah we really want to know what you yeah, I actually really I want really to know what they're trying to update this. We're in people's bedrooms now. <laughs> she's going to do this thing and she's going to start thinking about us. Yeah. <laughs> Look, You're I'm not welcome. <laughs> Alright, see ya. Good luck. Okay, last question and another sexual one. That's it. Juicy boy. Juicy boy. Oh my gosh. Okay, this one reads, My partner only likes missionary sex. How do we spice things up? Ooh, spice. Ooh, spicy, spicy. juicy, <laughs> sexual. <laughs> um, the first question I have, which I always think we start with a question, is do they only like missionary sex or do you only do missionary sex together? Mm. And look, I think it's all the same outcome, but it's an interesting thing to reflect on. Is it that they're actually saying that they only like missionary sex or is it that you need something to spice it up because you both only just end up doing missionary sex. Yeah. You know? But anyway, a spicing up is needed. 100%. We could do this in, like, levels of, like, easiest to... The easiest solutions to, like, the craziest ones. Sure. Because the first one I said is variations on missionary. I literally said try doing missionary in unconventional ways. Mm. Missionary in the kitchen. Yeah, missionary (laughs) on the side of your bed. Mm. Missionary on the floor. Yeah, missionary with different leg positions. Yeah, 100%. There are so many ways. Missionary in a chair. Mm. 
Because when you think when you think missionary, you think a guy on top of a girl laying flat. But that's not really missionary. Yeah. Missionary is just any time that a guy is on top of a girl. Yeah. There's definitely variations you can do. Um, I think I'm seeing, like, you know how magazines, like those Cleo and Cosmo magazines always have heaps of these kind of mm. suggestions, but, like, I think there's one where you can, like, put a pillow underneath the arch of your back. And yeah. So that's definitely the easiest thing you can do is variations yeah. on missionary. Because, because people say missionary, and this even the sound of missionary sounds terrible. It sounds boring. But it's actually not. And a lot of the time, you are doing missionary, but doing other positions as well. Mm. Like, oh, I'm doing the blah, 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 blah. But it's actually just missionary on a chair. Yeah. You know? Like, they come up with these fancy names for things. And really, it's just the same shit. It's just a variation of missionary. It's just a penis <laughs> and a vagina. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's... If, if it's that your boyfriend only likes being on top, for instance, there are other ways that you can incorporate that into the bedroom. Yeah. What else have you got? The other thing I thought of um, was the fact that um, we just shouldn't settle for someone being selfish in the bedroom. And if he only likes missionary sex, that doesn't mean that you can only do missionary sex because there are a lot of things that your partner might like and you might not like, but you do them for them. Because, yeah. like, for instance, I can't tell you one of my friends who adores giving blowjobs, but we do it because we want to actually have a couple friends who adore it. Really? Okay, well, <laughs> for instance, I don't love giving blowjobs, <laughs> except when I'm drunk. <laughs> But, like, we do it because that's what sex is. You give out and then you receive. Like, it's a two-way transaction. So just because your boyfriend really likes missionary sex, okay, you're going to give him some missionary sex, but then you're going to also get what you want. And if you like the reverse cowgirl, then get him to do that because if it's a two-person partnership, then there should be a two-partner. Yeah. You're always going to have to compromise. Always. And, yeah, if you're giving him what he wants, then he should also give you what you want. Yeah, because, yeah, at the end of the day, like, we do that anyway when, you know, yeah, you give blowjobs or they give you head and blah, 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 blah. There's always going to be somewhat of a one-sidedness. Um, and sometimes you think, oh, because it's sex, there's two, like, two people involved in it. It would be mutually equal, but it's not, never is. Not everyone likes the same stuff, as we know. So, like, just... Maybe get him to do some stuff that you like and then you can do the stuff that he likes. Yeah, so potentially you start in missionary, but then you switch to a position that you really love. Yeah, and then maybe you, he finishes on missionary and then you do finish on the thing that you love. Because mm. you don't have to finish together. <laughs> um, you don't have to even start together. <laughs> you don't even have to do it together. <laughs> Honestly, just mutually masturbate. <laughs> Um, one thing I wrote down was commit once a week to finding a new sex position and yeah. be got to commit to trying it a few times, but I feel like there's always new positions that you can try and enjoy. No one can say that they've tried it all. Yeah. And even if your boyfriend goes, oh, I only like this show, I've tried everything. He has not tried everything. Mm-mm. There's, you can't try everything. You can't. Rent out the Kama Sutra. <laughs> but, yeah, I think... You can also you can have that little chat just be like, look, I'm really enjoying sex at the moment, but I'd also love it if we could spice things up. And today I want to try this position, or let's find a position together 
yeah. and try something new. Let's go through some positions and we can yeah. pick one out that we can try. Um, You can buy... <laughs> I was given these as like a joke gift, um, but sex dice. Dice, yeah. And so I'm pretty sure it's got... Cause it's two six-sided dice and like one's got like a bunch of different positions and then the other one has like different rooms. Yeah. So it'll be like cowgirl in the bathroom. Yeah. Doggy in the laundry. Yeah, that's a great way. And I think the other thing is that like just introducing other things that aren't sex into sex. Mm. So like introducing dirty talk, introducing role play if that's your thing or Toys. Yeah, introducing toys. Like another person. <laughs> a third person. Give me a call. No, I'm joking. A but fourth and a fifth person. Just have an orgy. No. No, but, but yeah, it's it, not. It's just, not just about, about the penis the and the vagina. Well, it's not just about the position. Exactly. It's not, like everything else you do around it. And so, like, even if um, you are doing missionary, you can you know have a vibrator with you, or you can you know do a bit of role play or whatever, like introduce other things into it that it means it's not just all about that one position and you don't have to get it perfect. If you're trying a new position and you're not doing it right, then you have all these other things around you, you're still having a fun time. Mm. Like you're not putting too much pressure on the, the move itself. Yeah. And then you're not putting too much pressure on yourself as well because if you only likes missionary, there's only so much you can do in missionary yeah. that excites people. Yeah. But... Yeah, I think you've got plenty of different options, starting with variations on missionary and then yeah. some variations on the sex itself, finding yeah. new positions, interesting things. Yeah. There's lots you can do. Yeah. Read some blogs. They're yeah. all about like that, like different sex positions and stuff. Yeah. People have done a lot of research. Yeah. And like, obviously we don't know. They certainly said my partner, so we don't know if it's the girl Missionary more. Oh, yeah. I literally, I read this and I assumed it was a guy, but then I was like, wait, this could be a girl. But then just... Oh, um, really? You thought it was a guy that only likes missionary sex? Or yeah. did you think a, girl, a guy wrote in? I, like, this is the thing, is I assumed a girl wrote in. Yeah, about the guy who only likes missionary. Yeah, yeah and yeah, I was like, I this could equally be the same way. It could be, because missionary is great for girls because you just get to lie on our backs. <laughs> You're in a lazy mood. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. But anyway, keep us updated. Yeah, we've said keep us updated to all these questions. I, I think the moral we of love this the updates. Is just we love updates. Yes. Which will bring us to our next segment in a little second. Mm. But, yeah, I think you, this is a fine situation to be in. Do not stress about it at all because there are plenty of things you can do to spice it up. Yeah. Watch some porn. Yeah. There's, We're together. <laughs> There's so much you can do. So go and have fun. Stay safe. Yes. And give us up there. <laughs> Alrighty. It is now time for us to introduce our new segment. I'm excited. What's mm-hmm. our new segment, Ellen? It's called the update segment. I feel like we could come up with a slightly better name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's practical, it's to the point. <laughs> no, there should be what should it be? Um According to them. Ooh, according to them. Let's go. That's pretty good for on the spot. That was literally on the spot, guys. I, I don't want to emphasize that more. <laughs> anyway. Um, alright, so 
it's a little self-explanatory, but basically um, we receive updates from people who have submitted questions and we have given them advice and then they submit an update on what happened with the situation. Which is why we've been saying please update us. It's not just yeah. for our own self gratification although we are very invested in your (laughs) lives and we do love the updates yeah but we promise you if you send us an update you'll be featured so please do all right so this update is actually from our second episode so I hope you guys have all listened to it but anyway in that episode we had the compulsive liar oh yeah yeah yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the second episode yeah I'm pretty sure it's the second episode yeah So anyway, I'll give a summary of what the person sent in. But basically they said they have a friend who they love a lot but kind of feel like they're a compulsive liar for attention. The friend always had diseases and doctor's issues and boyfriend's issues and was always in debt and, yeah, basically just a compulsive liar and attention seeker. And I think basically the advice we gave was either – confront her or stop rewarding the behavior if I remember correctly Ellen was like oh just like completely like shut down and don't don't respond to the attention seeking behavior so if she's bringing up a fake problem then just ignore it um yeah anyway we we gave some great advice (laughs) I would recommend going and listening to that episode if you haven't already (laughs) But anyway, the update we received reads this. Okay, so basically I just showed it to my friend as we were in the same boat. We both laughed at Evie making fun of, quote, how much Dad loved her. <laughs> oh, yeah, because she's all, she was like, I love her, but I'm like, obviously don't love her that much. No, it's just funny because girls do that all the time. Yeah, girls, is, girls can't just go straight to the point. We always love to say Look, oh, I really just, love her. She but has some great qualities, but... We're trying to be nice. Yeah. Look, we have hearts, unlike boys. <laughs> anyway. But we both realised that pulling back emotionally is the best option. I've moved as well, so I'm not seeing her very much. But removing getting annoyed was the best thing and just stop, and just stopping offering advice, really. I don't even think she noticed that I wasn't anymore. I just put that same effort I was with her... Little bit. I just put that same effort I was with her into people around me who I felt uplifted by. I think sometimes it's hard to say, quote, cut that friend out, they're toxic. Because she wasn't toxic. And yes, Evie, I actually do love her, just in limited doses. Wow, a little bit of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, you do love people, but they do annoy you sometimes. Yeah, I love Ellen, but wow. <laughs> she gets on my nerves. <laughs> But, wow. But, yeah, I'm pretty happy like with pretty, this update. Pretty positive outcome. Yeah. It doesn't even sound like there was any drama with the kind yeah. of not rewarding the attention-seeking behaviour. Um, yeah. And I really love that the person was like, I put that same effort into people who she felt she was up, uplifted by. Yeah. Like, I think that's really nice because – it is true, like, if you cut someone out in your life who isn't good for you and then you can redirect that energy into people who are potentially worth it. Yeah, 100%. That's going to be good for you. It's going to be good for them. Yeah. I think just overall taking a better, like, a p- more positive 
attitude towards the situation can all like just makes everyone involved a little bit more happy exactly and I think the other good thing is this person has realized that this is kind of a friend who's best in limited doses yeah we've all got that friend a hundred percent and that's the thing is that Evie just be- is that friend for me <laughs> limited doses and like just because someone's your friend doesn't mean they have to be your best friend yeah and I feel like with girls especially like guys there is this whole like you know they have a big friendship group and they're just friends with everyone but with girls I feel like it's weird like especially mm. as we get older we seem to have less and less friends and um, you don't have to be best friends with everyone that you've once been best friends with or really close with or whatever. It's totally fine to have friends who you just see on yeah. occasion. Or friends that – I think we were saying in the episode as well, friends you have specific purposes for. Yeah. Like, you know, I think we in the episode we were talking about, you know, the friend that you go – out with, out with, you know, yeah. go clubbing with, or the friend you go and watch every single movie of X series, you know, or like whatever. Uni friends. Yeah, uni friends. Work friends. Work friends, exactly. I have like a really, I have really close work friends, and like I love my work friends, but. Wish I could relate. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Ellen, you have a solo job. <laughs> but yeah, I have really close work friends that I do work things for, with, but I don't exactly, I don't exactly introduce them into my other friendship group, and then mm. I have my uni friends that I do my uni stuff with and then I have my housemates who I hate <laughs> so who are in all spheres of your life and unfortunately are everywhere I look no, yeah but you know you have different purposes for different things yeah different people have different uses <laughs> in like the nicest way <laughs> they don't have a use get rid of them <laughs> which is what's happened no but but like yeah and like same with your siblings like it's not like you're gonna do all the things that you do with your friends with your siblings, but your siblings are still your friends, mm. you know? Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I'm happy with this. Good on you, person for one, taking our advice and, I don't know, sounds like you did good things with it. Yeah. And thanks so much for writing in. Yeah, we appreciate anyone who writes in and takes the time to update us. Yeah. Just like we... Appreciate everyone who sends in a submission in the first place. Yeah. Little shout out to people who've sent in submissions because we actually wouldn't be here without you. Yeah. Like literally, we. It'd just be me and Evie rambling about random stuff. Which look, no one wants to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you a lot for the update, and we're glad that it all worked out. Yes. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Alrighty. It's that horrible time again where we have to say goodbye. Goodbye, my love. Every time I think you're going to sing, goodbye, my lover. Goodbye, my friends. Wow, a lot of singing in this episode. Too much. Too much. (laughs) I do not have a good voice. Especially on this mic. Mm, Not a vibe. Not a vibe. Anyway, we hope you guys have enjoyed listening to our juicy episode. Yeah, do you love the sex chats? Do you love the love chats? Mm. more like casual dating chats but we're calling it love that's literally it's 2019 (laughs) almost 2020 there's there's no such thing as love anymore (laughs) it's just casual dating or sex or loneliness (laughs) what are you getting at the moment (laughs) evidently nothing good (laughs) i'm talking about loneliness i'm joking but jk i'm like Look, sounds like Evie's available for a New Year's Eve kiss. But by the time you guys listen to this, it'll probably be 2020. Who am I going to kiss on New Year's? Real talk, though. 
Oh my god. Guys, hello from 2019. You're listening to this in 2020. Isn't that wild? Ellen just blew over my question because she didn't want to ask <laughs> Sorry, I was busy having a revelation. Yeah, who am yeah. I going to kiss? Yeah, who am I going to kiss? No, oh. Who are you going to kiss? <laughs> I, like, I don't well, think Ellen, Who are you going to kiss? I don't think kiss? there's many options for me. Um, well, who are you? you've got me. You've got Fraser. <laughs> who are you going to kiss? <laughs> no. Can we stop saying that? <laughs> That's going to be edited out, I'm sure. Yeah, that'll be a beep. <laughs> no. Again. Can you stop making me have to add beeps to this fucking thing? Because I don't. I have to figure out how to do it now. <laughs> Not my beep. <laughs> Anywho, have a very good New Year's. Yes. Try and make lots of mistakes that you can just. If you start 2020 at rock bottom, you can only go up. That's actually probably the best advice we've given. A hundred percent. That's how I'm going to start it. I advise you all to start it that way. Yeah, sounds good. Stay safe over New Year's, but to be fair, by the time you listen to this, it'll be after New Year's. Yeah. Go, so we hope you stayed safe. Go buy that gym membership. Go buy that plane ticket. Go. Yeah. Go crazy with that your New course. Year's resolutions. Yeah. And maybe submit some of your New Year's, New Year's resolutions because I need some inspo because mine are becoming a little redundant. Yeah. Mine stick to a budget. How depressing. Mine, I'd say that every week. <laughs> it does not happen. But anyway, thanks so much for listening to us in 2019, Ooh. guys. We have so many plans for 2020, guys. Do we? <laughs> At confidence. <laughs> we have. Big plans. Big plans. We're going on billboards. We're talking podcast studio. We're talking tours. We're talking multi-million dollar sponsorship deals. In, all right, that's taking it a little too far, but couple dollar sponsorship, <laughs> sponsorship, deal. sponsorship deal. We're gonna get HelloFresh on our side, and as soon as we've got a HelloFresh sponsorship, oh. that's when you, that's when you hit one it. of those laxative teas. <laughs> yeah, guys, skin a tea. pyramid scheme. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening to us ramble on. Keep submitting. For those of you who are dedicated listeners and are still listening by this point, you're our favourite. Yeah. I know you're the real MVPs. (laughs) (laughs) It'll probably be my mum, and then she'll be like, Yeah, your outro's too long. (laughs) She'll give us feedback. Kathy, can we have some feedback? She's like, Yeah, it's too long. (laughs) Shout out to you, mum. Love you. All right. Shout out to you. See you next year, guys. See you next year. See you next year.